0: Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot.
1: Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, puretalk.com slash clay to switch to my cell phone company.
0: Just bought a car and you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up.
1: Ooh, I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing
0: subject to credit approval.
1: I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast welcome in thursday edition clay travis and buck sexton show it is a monumental show as russia is full-on invading ukraine as we speak president biden is scheduled to talk so all of you know we will be joining that statement that he makes right now scheduled to be made at 12:30 eastern for all of our audience and affiliates out there when it starts we will join it in progress typically biden has been late just fyi on many of these statements and we will stick with it as long as it is relevant as many different of our affiliates will want to be covering that statement as many of them, obviously, are news-based programming stations. So, just giving you a heads-up right there as we begin the show. This is, Buck, I believe, and, and interestingly, we talked with President Trump on Tuesday. What we are seeing right now in Ukraine is an explosion, even more tremendous of an explosion, of the Russia collusion narrative than we have seen to this point. Because Vladimir Putin, despite the fact that Donald Trump was supposed to be in cahoots with him for years, if you listen to the mainstream media, the CNNs, the MSNBCs, the Washington Post, the New York Times, the blue check brigade members obsessively on Twitter who were a part of the resistance, they believe that Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin were in cahoots, were colluding for five years or more, that Vladimir Putin delivered the 2016 election to Donald Trump. And that Trump, according to some of them, was even a strategic Russian asset. That has all blown up in their faces now. And they don't even really know what to argue at this point, Buck. Because a little over a year after Joe Biden becomes president, after the feckless and incompetent withdrawal of Afghanistan, after the continued destruction of America's overall goodwill and legacy around the world, due to weak and vapid leadership we are seeing I believe Vladimir Putin' strike and the bigger concern I have even than what's now going on in Ukraine is Buck I know you saw it too early this morning China put out a statement reiterating that Taiwan was a part of its territory that this situation was different than Ukraine I really do feel as if China may make a move on Taiwan simultaneously no one, believes that Biden has any spine at all. They don't think that he has mental cognition or wherewithal to be able to stand up to either Russia or China, and both of them are going to take advantage of this. Donald Trump told us as much in our interview on Tuesday. He was even given credit to Chuck Todd for noting that Putin didn't invade while he was in office. Listen to this.
2: Even Sleepy Eyes Chuck Todd said this weekend, during his show, I was watching it for a change, and he said, how come there has been no, you know, invasion during the period of time that the Trump administration was there, but they did invade, very severely invade with Obama, and then they waited, and then they invaded. This would never have happened if we were there, but he did. Chuck Todd asked that question. How come there was none of this was happening during the Trump administration? It's a great question. I think he sees this opportunity. I knew that he always wanted Ukraine. I used to talk to him about it. I said, you can't do it. You're not going to do it. But I could see that he wanted it.
0: Clay, Buck, we
1: it's are, a great question, right? Why did yeah. this not happen before now?
0: And just so everyone understands what's going on right now, this is the Russian blitzkrieg that we have been talking about as a possibility for weeks. This is a three pronged simultaneous assault using sea, land and air assets from one of the most capable and fearsome military machines in the world today, really the only militaries that could go toe-to-toe with Russia are our own and the Chinese. After that, I think they could take any European power pretty handily on their own, not all at once, but this is major, Clay. There are airstrikes going on around the capital city of Kiev right now as we sit here talking to everybody across the country. There are uh, helicopters Uh, transport helicopters that have already launched major paratrooper invasions of airfields in and around the primary cities. There's Kharkiv, which is close to Russia, which has been the site of a lot of fighting. There's also some places along the coastline that have seen amphibious assaults. This is right now for this stage, a worst case scenario. Now, that's not the worst case scenario for the entire conflict. I don't want to think about where that could go. But for this phase of where we are, this is a larger scale incursion right now than most analysts, most people were anticipating even a few days ago. The Russians are going in, they've gone in, and they've gone in heavy. And this now raises a lot of questions because if the objective here, a couple of days ago, was the objective the separatist enclaves? Clearly That was just the beachhead. Remember, we discussed this. Was this a beachhead for further invasion, or was that going to be enough to satiate the Russian bear, so to speak, for a while? Now the question becomes, is this about toppling the regime? You've already had a lot of strikes on uh, military and government targets, critical infrastructure, cyber attacks going on. Is this about getting rid of the Ukrainian uh, Ukrainian power structure, And then just replacing it with something that's very essentially a Russian puppet government clay. Or is this the Russian Federation flags are going to be hanging from every government building? It's just a matter of weeks or months before that occurs, which would mean you're talking now about full scale occupation, the insurgency that the Ukrainians would be waging against Russian troops, which remember insurgencies are very bloody and vicious. So is the Russian military. So we just simply at this stage, it's it's hard to know what the full impact of this is going to be. I mean, no one knows what the full impact, not even Vladimir Putin, by the way. He doesn't know. They've already lost some helicopters shot out of the sky. You know, uh, th- this could be a a dynamic, fluid battle space situation that changes before we could even see it coming. And that's what I that's what I worry about. Miscalculation, overreach an incident that makes this go far beyond what we're hoping it could be limited to now, which is a toppling of the regime in Ukraine. My concern
1: is Taiwan. And and we started talking about this early on. We've got jets that are now being scrambled and penetrating the airspace of Taiwan, according to, uh, to reports, Fox News. Taiwan scrambled its Air Force Thursday as nine Chinese aircraft have entered the island's air defense zone the taiwan taiwan ministry of defense announced a small fleet of eight j-16 fighters uh, and a technical uh, reconnaissance aircraft to breach the airspace it seems quite clear to me that there is major danger maybe the largest danger there has ever been in most of our lives of not only a european war but also An Asian war happening simultaneously that 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 much uh, derided and and feared 2 front war. This would be the time if China really holds any aspirations, which they certainly do, but any true uh, plans to make a move. This is the time to do it because the United States is captured by everything going on in Ukraine. I don't think would it's so overwhelming in many ways. But do you feel like Joe Biden can muster a response to Taiwan either? I think it would fall rapidly with almost no response from the United States.
0: Let's just recall for a moment, Clay, that Biden promised not only a return to normalcy, which we know was was really the opposite of what he did when he all of a sudden it was even more restriction, more trampling on on basic freedoms, more lies about what works and what doesn't from a covid perspective, all of that. Put that aside for a minute. He's supposed to be he was brought in as Obama's vice president because Democrats pretended that longevity in foreign policy is the same thing as wisdom. That itself was a monstrous lie because Joe Biden is a guy who gets it wrong every time. Joe Biden is a, you know, third tier student and a fourth tier intellect. This is not someone who you want making important decisions. And personality matters. The individual, the leadership in a situation like this matters notice how much they'll analyze putin 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 it's all about his personality what he thinks should be done his strategy and then with joe biden we start to hear about well he has many steady hands and national security around him these are the announce their pronouns in emails national security people folks these are the oat milk latte drinkers of the national security world that biden has picked to be making decisions about war and peace now this is not yet our war, thankfully. It should not become, and we must fight against it becoming, our war in Ukraine. But, Clay, with these individuals in charge, and with the possibility of a rapid escalation beyond what we've already seen in Ukraine, there's always the unknown unknown that can come up in a situation like this, which is why leadership matters. How do they handle that? Neither you nor I can tell this audience that they should have any faith In the primary decision makers in the United States government right now, yeah, it's not our war, but we're the most powerful military, most powerful country in the world. Leadership matters from the White House, and we don't have it right now.
1: Not only does leadership matter, Buck, but this is why, whether you're a Democrat, a Republican, or an independent, you don't want an incompetent leadership group, right? Because the weakness will be taken advantage of by autocrats. And listen to this. Talk a lot about big lies. It's one of the favorite things of the blue checks to run around talking about. Here's the big lie Joe Biden saying he'll stand up to Vladimir Putin. This was an ad from his presidential campaign in 2019. Listen to this
3: Putin knows if I am president of the United States, his days of tyranny and trying to intimidate the United
4: States and those in Eastern Europe are over. I'm going to stand up to him. He's a
3: bully. Just like the president. And I know he doesn't want me to be president, but to tell you what, when I'm president, things are going to change.
0: Well, they changed. changed, All right. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Clay, I mean, it's look, we're going to we're going to be very calculating and calm, folks, as we continue to look at this issue. And we're going to always try to separate out what's happening in Ukraine from the political debate that's happening in this country because this is not our war it is obviously a very important news story the biggest news story in the world right now it's very troubling there are serious implications from it but we're not we're not going to do the hyperbole thing we're not going to blame everything on some democrat or blame everything on the narrative that the media has created that all said this is a reminder of what many of us were wor- uh, warning about clay from the beginning which is that it's not just that we disagree with the things that Joe Biden said he wanted to implement. It was that elevating this guy to the role of commander in chief at this stage of his life with the track record he had specifically on security issues, with the judgment, the temperament that he had was reckless. And I worry now we may still pay a much higher price for it than we realize. We're certainly going to be paying a higher price at the pump. And for everything that everyone listening to this right now is going to purchase over the next three to six to maybe twelve months, that's a reality right now. So we're going to come back on this. By the way, Clay, the John Kerry audio—I I know he's not in this administration in this in it's the way he was the previous one. Yes, we, we, I want to come back because you know I, I made I made the comments. Some of you think, "Oh, Buck, come on, you're being you're being a, li- a little unfair with the the announced the pronouns, national security apparatus." No, no, you've got to hear this. What's the biggest threat that we face right now? Is it war? Is it China? Is it, As Clay points out, is it the possible invasion of Taiwan alongside an ongoing invasion of Ukraine? No, they think it's climate change, folks. We'll get to it in a second. The world is very volatile right now. You know that. And mortgage rates are rising sooner than we thought. It was supposed to happen next month, but some banks and mortgage brokers started it this past week. Now, that might be unfortunate for some homeowners looking to refinance, but it's not bad yet. There's still some great deals available, but it starts with you calling American Financing. It's possible to lock into a better rate and save up to $1,000 a month, plus tens of thousands over the life of the loan. Only if you call American Financing, though, they can create a custom loan that serves your needs. It really is a no-pressure experience that's focused on you, and they never charge upfront or hidden fees. Why not learn more? If you like what you hear, you can pre-qualify for free and make close in as fast as 10 days. Call American Financing at 800-777-8109. That's 800-777-8109. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net, NMLS 182334,
3: org. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief.
0: The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Not to mention there are dozens of golf outings and barbecues. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes.
4: And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
3: Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest-cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024.
1: Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Biden now speaking at 1.30 scheduled. They have bumped it back an hour for everybody out there listening. Variety of different news stations all over the country So that about an hour from now, obviously, if that changes, we will go live to the White House as Biden has still not issued an official statement since the full on invasion went in terms of speaking to the American public. He has put out several different uh, statements throughout the course of the night and yesterday. Okay, let's talk economic impact in the United States, Buck, because there's a lot of people out there driving around right now listening to us. I filled up my gas tank this morning, could not believe what it cost. Gas is now gone as a result of this invasion, right over $100 a barrel, soaring. We don't know how much higher it's going to go. Let's listen to uh, President Trump with us at Mar-a-Lago on Tuesday talking about a lot of the power that Russia has in the larger economic uh, geopolitical universe is predicated on high oil and gas prices. Listen,
2: Russia is becoming very rich because the oil price is being driven up so much, and that's their primary source of income. So much that those army tanks you see going back and forth all over the place—that's peanuts compared to the amount of money they're making. Forty dollars a barrel when I was there. One dollar and eighty-six cents a gallon for gasoline. And now you have some places where it's over $7. And it's going up a lot higher.
1: So, Buck, this is a direct impact, direct tax on people who can least afford the tax increase on what it costs to put gas into your vehicle. How much of an issue do you think our own Basically, we had energy independence declared, and then Biden comes in, and now we don't, and that has given Russia more power than they otherwise did. But this is a big issue for pretty much everybody out there listening to us right now.
0: You're also seeing what sanctions, you're going to see what sanctions can and cannot do. Uh, there's a lot of bluster around, oh, we're going to have the, the biggest package of sanctions against Russia. that Putin's aware of, uh, and, the, and the people running the Kremlin, you know, the, the head of the Russian armed forces, the head of the FSB, that they understand what kind of sanctions are possible. Uh, there's certainly going to be efforts from Russian oligarchs who are tied in closely to the government, I would assume, to park cash in safer places overseas, and that should be seized and people should be made an example of. But in the background of all this, Clay, I think we have to remember, Russia is, if they were to stop this war in a day, or to stop this war in three months. In a year's time, Putin will be sitting down, shaking hands with and posing for photos with world leaders, including European world leaders. And I, and I know that's jarring to hear right now, but they know that at some level. Russia is too big, too entrenched. This is not North Korea. This is not even Iran. Russia is not going to be isolated and punished for long. So at best, you're hoping to turn up the temperature economically against the Russian decision, decision making so that they will make the war shorter and less brutal, less vicious than it would otherwise be. Now, that's those are worthy goals. But what is the fallout of that for Americans? Because what we're going to see if we don't do business with Russia, if Russian oil is no longer part of the market, and by the way, they're going to sell it to China, of course, and that's we are forcing a. Russia, or I should say we're watching, we're witnessing a Russia and Chinese, and to your point about Taiwan, I think this ties into it too, that axis, the the Russo-Chinese axis is growing right now, and the sanctions are going to play a pretty serious role in that. But for people listening to this, everything's about to get more expensive. We already have 7% inflation, all right? And now you have, I mean, by the way, Jens Saki, did you hear this? If you want to know how much they care about the fact that you are dealing with a dollar that is losing value and dealing with costs that are rising everywhere. Jen wants you to know that, you know, standing up for democracy is like expensive. Play clip one. The Russians are saying
1: they think gas prices in Europe are going to double. How high could they get here?
0: Some of this depends on what President Putin does. So as he's suggesting what the impact will be around the world, it's all based on what his actions are. What the president is focused on and is working on is taking every step we can to communicate with, coordinate with, engage with big global suppliers around the world to minimize the impact on the energy markets. But
1: even without all this going on, gas in California is almost $5 a gallon. Should people across the country expect to see that kind of a number
0: when they go to gas up their car?
2: Well, again, I think as you heard the president say last week, standing up for our values is not without cost.
0: Well oh oh Clay not without cost apparently huh Well not only
1: that buck I mean you're talking about the power that Russia has as it pertains to Europe and the distribution of of oil and gas this also gives the Middle Eastern country Saudi Arabia in particular an awful lot of control as well because even Gensaki is admitting there I guarantee you the White House is on the phone with Saudi Arabia right now saying guys can you please increase your overall production? Because we're not sure what's going to happen with Russia right now. And meanwhile, while they're begging for them to increase production, Saudi Arabia, the price of oil is skyrocketing. They're making so much money. I mean, if they really wanted to, if they really wanted to with OPEC and everything else, they could curtail the production of oil even more. And they could drive. Up. I mean, this is not crazy, Buck. I mean, they could drive up the cost of uh, of oil 125 130 $150 a barrel, and everybody out there, not just Americans, but everybody around the world is going to be standing there with the gas pump in their hands in disbelief over what it costs to drive to and from work, to drive around your communities, take care of your families. And with inflation already at 7.5%, how much higher could it go as we know the price of gas is going to be going up from here? Clay. this is just a mess, man,
0: Pe- and, and, and it's a big mess for everybody. People need to know that it's not just about the gas that you put into your car. That's certainly a, a component of it. That's one that everyone sees, and people know because they're staring at the price. right? You're sitting there. You're watching the dollars come out of you your drive bank account. Past, you the, might be making right.
1: a choice buck to go somewhere where it's four cents cheaper, right? You're looking on both sides of
0: the street. But it, what's, what's fascinating and, and important to keep in mind is that petroleum You know, is also used a huge portion of it is also used for products making stuff. So a lot of the things that you buy are actually directly a a product used not just in the transporting of them, but used in the making of them involves petroleum. Therefore, when the price goes up, everything goes up. So everything's about to get a lot more expensive for everyone. And to to the comment there that the White House press secretary, Jen Psaki, made standing up for a value is not without cost. Clay, you are a you're a very rational guy. Where is the line here with our with our values? What what cost? You know, you brought up one hundred fifty dollars. OK, are we are we keeping the sanctions on Russia at one hundred and sixty, one hundred and seventy dollars a barrel? I, I just want to know at what point do people say, Mm, well, then all of a sudden my principles feel a little bit different to me. And and then you think about China is an authoritarian dictatorship. So is Saudi Arabia, by the way. Are, are we, you know, are we supposed to not do business with those countries? I mean, you know, where do these principles stop and start is a worthy discussion right now.
1: Not only that, I mean, this Biden White House hasn't been able or willing to stand up for a lot of principles that matter to me, like being able to choose whether or not I can get a COVID shot like being able to choose uh, whether or not my kids can go to school and wear a mask or not, about whether or not my kids could even be in school. There's an awful lot of things now that the Biden White House wants us to sacrifice for when they weren't willing to stand up for basic constitutional rights all over the place during this past year and change of their COVID monstrosity administrative state. There's a drug-free way, by the way, out there to alleviate the physical pain you may be experiencing every day. It comes from Relief Factor, 100% drug-free product, which addresses joint pain, knee and hip and back pain, as well as the pain you may have in your shoulders or your neck. Created by doctors based on scientific research, Relief Factor helps your body reduce pain and inflammation, associated with aging, exercise, and everyday living. Relief factor goes right to the source of inflammation. That's why Sandra living in Minnesota, she said she tried about, uh, heard about relief factor for a while and finally tried it and decided that it was the last r- resort basically that she had. And she used it for three week quick start. And amazingly, she started to feel a lot better that's why hundreds of thousands of people have ordered relief factor 70 percent of them go on to order more join the more than half million people order the three-week quick start for only 1995 go to relieffactor.com or you can call 800 for relief 1995 three-week quick start developed for you go to relieffactor.com or call 800 the number four relief relief factor feel the difference Welcome back in Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are listening right now to Joe Biden taking questions from the media, having finished his address on Ukraine. And I would say the most newsworthy answer so far that I have heard, Buck, I don't know if you agree. uh, We're going to go to Biden here taking questions here momentarily. He just finished. Yeah, he just finished just walked away okay so the most newsworthy moment from all of these questions and we have been sitting and watching and listening to what Biden said as well is he was asked Biden was about whether he was helping to get China to work on Russia and he said he wasn't prepared to comment on whether he was asking China to help with Russia uh, that is wow and they, they didn't really... Did you guys hear Because I had to go on, on mute here as we came back. Did anybody follow up with a question explaining that? Because that, to me, was by far the biggest part of that. I mean, does
0: that jump out to you as well, Buck? It's interesting because it goes to something of his strategy right now. And, and clearly... It's it struck, you know, whenever you get into a briefing like this, a national security briefing, which is what he's really giving. I mean, he's the president. He's doing an address. But it's essentially updating us on the national security posture of the United States in, in the face of this invasion in Ukraine. And someone says, I can't comment on that or won't comment on that unless it's a very granular sources and methods kind of question. Usually it's because there's something up. Something's going yes. on. Um, just a, a couple of other notes. And do we have Steve, by the way? We're going to have Stephen Yates uh, joining us here. Um, yeah, we have Stevens. I, I just say, if, well, why don't we bring Stephen Yates on with us now, Clay? He's senior fellow at the America First Policy Institute, former deputy national security advisor to Vice President Cheney. Uh, Stephen, thanks for being with us.
4: My pleasure.
0: Thank you for having me. Hey, Stephen, I've known you now for many, many years, and uh, this audience may not know you. You're a fluent Mandarin speaker, as well as being a general student and policymaker in the realm of geopolitics. Uh, What did you make of that? I mean, Clay pointed this out, the Biden not prepared to talk about whether he's putting pressure on China to try to put further pressure on Putin during this situation. What was your takeaway from that?
4: Well, I think that's a very dangerous proposition. I mean, I think we have to first begin with the reality that President Trump actually warned NATO uh, about over-dependence on energy from Russia, under-investment in their defenses, and that Europe needed to take better care of Europe. We're reaping those consequences now. But the problem is the demonstration effect of this failure of that alliance and a failure of Europe is provocative and will spread other places. I think it's incredibly short-sighted to think that uh, Asian provocateurs in Tehran, of, you know, the Iranians on uh, pursuit of a nuclear deal, uh, the Chinese with pressure towards Taiwan or other areas, I mean, the, this is just an open invitation for revisionism and aggression. And the president seems barely able to read through his script, much less to pull a coalition of people together to roll back this aggression.
1: All right, so he's not commenting on basically his conversations with China as it pertains to Russia. We know that China has been, I would say, aggressively uh, pushing the bounds of what is acceptable as it pertains to Taiwan. We're going to ask you, I'm sure, about Ukraine, but just hearing that answer in that question, how nervous do you think Americans, certainly people who are in Taiwan, in uh, in uh, the, the p- Pacific how nervous should we be about the situation not only in Ukraine but about Taiwan and China right now?
4: Well, I think we have to be nervous just because the you know we have this steady cascade of failure. I mean it began unraveling with Afghanistan, but when you know, when you find weakness in one area and aggressors take advantage, it's just only natural that it will it will lead to further problems. Uh, Taiwan is a much different kind of challenge for China than the Ukraine was. Uh, for Russia in this instance, and it remains to be seen whether the Ukrainian people grind this out and come out the other end at some form or fashion. Uh, it's travesty now. But when it comes to Taiwan, Americans don't fully understand how important the supply chain from Taiwan is to the United States. Uh, all of our smart world, our devices, our cars, our GPS, all kinds of things in our life depend on that natural flow of technology. Uh, in addition to the values of standing with a free and democratic people, uh, really make that situation dire.
0: Stephen, uh, how well do you think Taiwan would be? I mean, Clay uh, and, and I talked to former President Trump about this earlier in the week. He is concerned about the possibility that this situation in Europe presents an, an opportunity for the Chinese Communist Party to just go for it while the world already feels like it's focused in on and and unable to maybe even cope with more than one challenge at a time in Ukraine. How how serious do you think the defense of Taiwan would be absent a major U.S. military intervention?
4: Well, it would be serious, but it would be uh, probably outmatched by what China would seek to bring uh, to the table in the early stages. Uh, And if we learn anything from the Ukraine situation that should apply in this Asia context, is don't wait until after the aggression is underway to put sanctions or other deterrents in place. Don't wait to bolster and make more independently capable your allies until it's needed in the time of conflict. We're behind on this. People in the Biden administration have talked about a pivot to Asia, basically in the Obama years and these years, but nothing has happened. And so I think we start from behind Uh, The people of Taiwan, the people of Japan who would be most affected by this really would be a pretty significant resistance. But China has the potential to bring all kinds of trouble, including the cyber capabilities we saw Russia employ in Ukraine. That would be a significant challenge there and here.
1: We're talking to Steve Yates, senior fellow at the America First Policy Institute, former deputy national security advisor to Vice President Cheney. So how impactful do you expect for all of these uh, rules and regulations, the sanctions that Joe Biden announced even more stringent just now in his press availability and statement? How impactful do you anticipate those will be on Russia, on Putin and on the ruling class of, uh, of the country?
4: Well, I think the only thing we can use as a gauge to measure is the fact that it had to have been anticipated that sanctions would be coming. Uh, there was lots of talk about them being super duper strong. And so Vladimir Putin had to expect that the first tranche wouldn't be the last tranche. Uh, and so it didn't change their strategic behavior at all. Uh, and so Russia was still very willing to use traditional military capabilities, non-traditional capabilities in cyber. They seem to be taking Chernobyl and who knows what that can of worms might imply. And we still don't know whether this is a smash and grab to put a new government in Ukraine and they pull back or whether this is a a broader strategic campaign. And so with all that uncertainty, it's just all the more important that Americans get back to our energy independence, get back to hardening the United States and having our own capabilities and urging our other other allies to do the same.
0: Stephen, what do you think Putin's real end state goal is here he's already gone with the full three-pronged invasion there's air sea land assets of the russian military deployed what do you think he is trying to get out of this because that obviously factors into how long this will go how high the casualties are likely to be and and what could end it
4: well i think I have to humbly say I, i can't tell where putin defines the end state But it sure looks like he has every intention of installing a puppet or friendly government in all of Russia's near abroad, that in some ways, this reestablishes the sphere of influence that the Soviet Union has. And so whether that is the individual dream of Putin that the Russian people will tolerate, and whether the pain that may come from that, uh, or whether it's somewhat a, a, a dying man or a late late-stage-in-life leader just going for the dream he's had since what he called the greatest tragedy of the 20th century, the fall of the Soviet Union, gets reversed.
1: Steve, do we have any sense how well or how long or how committed Ukraine might be to fighting against the Russian rule in an insurgent basis? Do we, do we have any early reads or any idea what to expect there, how long this could drag on?
4: Well, they certainly have the capability to grind this out for a good long time. And I think they would be a very difficult people to actually have to govern, which is why I suspect that Russia would not actually seek to make Ukraine a part of the Russian Federation, but instead to try to enact a regime change where they had a friendly puppet government uh, doing its bidding instead uh, but there could be there. They certainly have the capability. They have maybe interesting to some people somewhat of a Second Amendment situation where they have armed citizens uh, who are there to uh, protect their households against invaders. And uh, so they have this ability to grind it out. But we've seen in recent times that when people feel abandoned, they might abandon the material that we sold them. Uh, And we just can't know whether this is one of those quick fold situations or they'll hold on.
0: Stephen, how do you think the policies that uh, Biden laid out in that speech that just finished moments ago, is that everything that should be and could be done at this point? Is there something else that you think should have been added into the mix?
4: You know, I just think that this all begins and ends with Europe having to grow up and take care of Europe. Just, the president needed to ride very hard on that responsibility. Yes, Putin is responsible for being an evil man, uh, imposing his will on his neighbor. But this is Europe failing in its own responsibility. And until we get that right, sanctions and movement of troops from the United States, the boost, bolster NATO isn't going to change the status quo.
1: Steve, should we be concerned about this spiraling outside of Ukraine? How concerned are you that somehow NATO gets drawn in, that another country that the United States does have to commit, man, men and material in a substantial fashion, gets drawn in here? How much should Americans be concerned about that idea?
4: Well, I think we have to be very concerned about the Baltic states. Uh, we have, in some ways, encouraged them to poke the bear next door, and we sort of celebrate their pluckiness and independence uh, but they're in a very vulnerable military position. Uh, and given NATO's ineffectualness in deterring of the movement against Ukraine, we would be under treaty obligation under NATO to have to intervene in a very untenable situation with the Baltics. And so that, I hope that that is not the direction this goes. Uh, but I fear that this could spiral across Europe and to the U.S. homeland when it comes to our, our power lines, our pipelines, and our cyber security situation because russia has threatened uh, unconventional resistance to anyone who intervenes
0: steve yates senior fellow at the america first policy institute former deputy national security advisor to bp cheney steve always insightful my friend thanks for being with us here
4: my pleasure thank you both
1: When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about that no comment on China. We'll play that audio in question for you, which I thought was the most significant of the press availability that Biden just had. Actually, a little bit surprised he took questions. We'll play that for you in a moment. But first, if you are a homeowner right now and you haven't refied your mortgage, it's time to ask yourself why that is. Does it seem like too big of a project? You just not want more on your plate Let me tell you, interest rates may never be as low as they are right now, and they've been this low for some time. It's time to put your financial house in order to make the right decision for you and your family. That could help you to save hundreds or thousands of dollars a month, tens of thousands of dollars over the life of a loan, and all it takes is one 10-minute phone call with our friends at American Financing. Why not go ahead and get the right mortgage in place for you and your family can be done in as little as 10 days, and you can be able to skip a couple of payments in the process. So here's what you do. Call American Financing. Get your phones right now. Make this the day you finally take advantage of saving yourself a bundle. 800-777-8109. That's 800-777-8109. You can also visit AmericanFinancing.net, NMLS 182334, org.
0: Born from the tragedy of 9 11, the Talonta to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tonta Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiance who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tonta Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home. Relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. Never forget 9 11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. If babies in their mother's womb could speak, what would they say? In the absence of words, they share the sounds of their heart beating, telling you they're alive and growing. An unborn baby's heart is already beating at just three weeks. By five weeks, you can hear that heartbeat on ultrasound, and that's where Preborn's network of clinics step in. Preborn is the country's largest provider of free ultrasounds, and every day, they rescue 200 babies' lives by connecting expectant mothers and children. Those are pregnant mothers deciding on life or abortion. Most often, they choose life. For just $28, you can provide one free ultrasound to help save a child's life. $140 will help rescue five babies' lives. Donate via cell phone. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby. Visit preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Preborn has a 100% charity rating.
1: Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-GOLD.
0: And Buck Show, we are awaiting what they say will be any minute from now. A live address from the President of the United States, Joe Biden. We will bring that to you live as it happens, when it happens, although they've already moved it back an hour maybe they're still trying to wake up sleepy joe and tell him that uh he's got a country to to lead a world stage to stand upon and try to lead the powers uh arrayed against this invasion of, of russia we'll come back to that in a moment we also wanted to make sure we keep an eye on other news stories that are happening other things going on across well not just the country but Around the world, but in this case, right next door in Canada, uh, we had followed very closely the situation of the trucker convoy protest, which has now essentially been broken up by Trudeau sending in the police to arrest, shut down, and uh, also seize the bank accounts of anybody involved in this. Well, Trudeau, now that it's uh, it's over for the time being has said the following about the state of emergency that his own parliament, unfortunately, did ratify, because there's a lot of socialists who like the use of authoritarian powers in Canada, certainly in the Canadian government. Here's what Trudeau said. Play it. Today, after careful consideration, we're ready to confirm that the situation is no
4: longer an emergency. Therefore, the federal government will be ending the use of the Emergencies Act. We are confident that existing laws and bylaws are now sufficient to keep people safe.
0: Clay, this guy, look, I mean, obviously, Putin's going full-scale invasion right now in a country that was not threatening him, and, and this is an aggressive invasion over there. But the Trudeau tyranny over here about COVID is something that I think it's hard for people to Forget about or I hope they won't forget about it because it just shows you that there was so much of what we've all been put through for two years here that was about politics and power. It was not what they did to the truckers was not about keeping anyone safe from the virus. It wasn't about stopping the spread. It was about listen to us or else peasants. And it's a reminder of why we need to defend our freedoms, even in times, most of all, in times of emergency. And it was jarring to see Trudeau
1: trying to condemn Putin when the acts that he undertook to bring those peaceful protesters to their knees and beyond, because they're going to continue to pursue them all over the place. And there was no need for it. That's what is going to be so jarring is even though Canada lost its mind with COVID, there's a very strong chance that that Canada is going to be eliminating masks, that they're going to be eliminating vaccine mandates, that everyone is going to be able to go back in some measure to normal, which is exactly what all the protesters were pursuing. And we'll see what happens with potentially the truckers that are talking about gathering next week in Washington, D.C. I do genuinely wonder how if there was a trucker protest that emerged in Washington, D.C., how Joe Biden would handle it. They obviously have put the Capitol back wreathed in uh, fencing so that you can't get close to it because they're going to try to sell the idea of this is January 6th all over again. And what I would say to the truckers out there is understand that if you are going to go to Washington, D.C., that is going to be the narrative that the media, to a large extent, is going to sell to a willing public, which is these truckers... Are One year later, basically January 6th, despots all over again, trying to shut down our government through uh, through their protest. Now, what's already interesting, Buck, and I'm sure you saw this. Remember when the idea of calling in troops to help provide security was so unacceptable an opinion that when Tom Cotton, a sitting senator from Arkansas, wrote it on The New York Times op ed page, they fired the editor. For even allowing that opinion to be uttered? Well, they've already called in, I believe, 800 guardsmen to help prepare for what may or may not be a substantial number of truckers that are headed
0: to D.C. Yeah, protests and riots that are rooted in not just socialism, but really a virulent Marxism. That's fine. Western governments, according to our own media and the apparatus, here, are not supposed to do anything about that. Let that go. Let the people riot. Let them have their say when it's for BLM or whatever, Occupy Wall Street or any any of these movements that are out there, Antifa. And yet when you had a, a peaceful protest against vaccine mandates and really just the covid tyranny that we've all been put through, and I am not forgetting, I'm not backing off one inch from the uh, the promises that we've made here on the show, Clay, to continue to make, to just continue to make sure people focus on that going into the midterms, because what was done to us. Consequences. Consequences. They have That's to right. exist. There must be accountability for this, because what they did was crazy. These people are out of their minds. I mean, you mentioned there are some tweets. Now, these aren't from Biden officials or anything, but people have tweets out there and they're, they don't look like they're trying to be funny, saying things like, it's really scary how many people are crowding indoors in Ukraine without masks on right now. I mean, there was a mass hysteria that the Democrat Party weaponized, but then really couldn't control. They weaponized it against Trump, but then they realized they couldn't turn it off, so they just went with it. And they liked the power that it gave them, so they doubled down on it. But th- this was a a really dangerous time in the history of our country for what they did to basic freedoms and the viciousness with which Joe Biden divided our country. Look, I'm seeing a lot of it now. Clay, they're saying over Ukraine, now you must r- rally behind Biden. Really? The vaccine mandate? This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Shut up, peasant. Don't leave your home. If you don't get the shot, you're a monster who wants grandma to die. President, that's that's the guy I'm supposed to rally behind now because of a war that's 5,000 miles away? No, thanks. No, thanks. I'll I'll wait till they get rid of all the mandates, including the mask one on planes. Thank you very much. I don't think so.
1: As well as criticizing the idea of it being unpatriotic to be criticizing the president when the same people told us for four years when they ripped Donald Trump to shreds for every single thing that he did, that that was the height of patriotism when they gave themselves all those journalism awards for uh, democracy dying in darkness and all that shenanigans. And now when reasonable people are taking a step back and saying, hey, I don't think it's a coincidence that Putin didn't make a move at all while Donald Trump was in office, and then a little over a year after Joe Biden's in office, after the disaster of the summer that was Afghanistan, that now we have to worry not only about Ukraine, but as we started off the show talking about, Buck, the fear is also that we could be dealing with a legitimate issue in the pacific with taiwan and with china as well that those twin pillars of, uh, of 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 combat that we have now between russia and china are getting closer together and they may well be allied against american interest in having dual
0: fronted invasions we coming back here shortly the podium shot so to speak this would call the news biz is up uh, so they're going to be showing Joe Biden uh, giving this speech any moment. We will come back into that and carry it for you live. Stick around with us, and we've got more news from the day that's not Ukraine-based, talking about the third hour. If you're a customer of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, we've got good news for you. You get the same level of cell phone service for less money from Pure Talk. I mean real savings, like 50 or $60 a month. That's for an individual. It's not unusual for a family of average size to save more than $800 a year. And that's all while you get the same 5G service and the same network as one of those big companies you already know about, but for far less money every month. All that can happen in just 10 or 15 minutes' time from your home. You keep your phone, the one you have right now, and your cell phone number. You don't change any of that. Pure Talk helps you with an easy transition from your existing carrier and gives you a 30-day money-back guarantee. Listen to this pure talk plan, especially if you use a ton of data. You can get unlimited talk text and unlimited data with a hotspot for just $55 a month. Go to puretalk.com and find the plan that's right for you. No contracts, no smoke and mirrors, just pure transparency. Then for this month only, enter promo code pure talk. You'll save an additional 25% for your first three months. That's puretalk.com promo code pure talk. Born from the tragedy of 9 11, the Tonalta Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tonalta Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiance who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tonalta Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home relieving a financial burden, and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month at Tunnel to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T, dot org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices
3: our heroes have made for us.
0: Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot.
1: Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, puretalk.com slash clay to switch to my cell phone company. Pure Talk.